Hello and welcome back for some more geography. Today we're going to be talking about an overview of strategies to increase food supply. Irrigation. Irrigation is the application of water to land in order to supply crops and other plants with necessary water. This is used to maintain plant productivity when water supply is low. This can be seasonal, as in the UK, when many plants need irrigation in summer months, or it could be applied to a dry region to allow food production to take place there. Irrigation is crucial to the world's food supplies. Irrigated land made up make up one-fifth of the total arable area in developing countries, but produce two-fifths of all crops and close to three-fifths of cereal production. These systems increase food supply, but can also cause a lot of damage. They reduce water tables in the ground and affect downstream river flow. They also increase evaporation losses of water and increase the salinity of soils. Aeroponics. Aeroponics involves growing plants in the air or in mist environment without the use of soil. This involves growing plants suspended in greenhouses, which reduces control, which reduces and controls the amounts of pests with their root systems exposed. The roots are then sprayed with a mist that contains nutrients every few minutes to provide the plant with what it needs in the absence of soil. As the roots are exposed to more oxygen, the plants tend to grow faster. This system is good as the farmers need to use less nutrients and water as they go directly onto the roots of the plant and are not lost into the soil. Also, the plants can be easily moved around and it takes less space as plants can be stacked on shelves one on top of another. The quicker growth, growth increases the number of yields and it is easier to maintain the plants as they are in a controlled environment, so less pests, and can be elevated to a good height for warm workers to access. However, it is very expensive so it is less of an option for low income countries and the nutrient mixing and spraying system is essential so if this breaks down the whole crop is lost. Also, it requires specialist knowledge, especially for the nutrient mix of the plants, and it requires a lot of maintenance of the plants and equipment. Hydroponics. Hydroponics is a method of growing plants using mineral nutrient solutions in water without soil. The plants have their roots dangling into a nutrient solution which, which provides for their needs. Many of the advantages are the same as for aeroponics, as well as the additional advantage that the plants can even be transported in a nutrient base, allowing for extra freshness in the shops. New Green Revolution The original Green Revolution involved changing farm practices in many low-income countries between 1940 and 1960s. This revolution sought to get rid of fam famine in many nations and massively increase food production by effectively, by effectively ending substance agriculture and replacing with commercial agriculture. The idea was to take many of the systems, ideas and technology of European and USA farming into mainly Asian agriculture while researching and utilising the resources Asian countries had. New high-yielding varieties were introduced to yields of wheat, rice and maize rows by as much as 40%. This worked well in many areas, but also led to an increase in debt for farmers in poorer countries and damaged the natural environment because of the increasing, increasing use of chemical fertilisers and pesticides. Groundwater became polluted and overuse of water led to a water shortage and increasing salinity of the soil. The new green revolution is more focused in Africa rather than Asia and mainly involves the use of biotechnology to overcome the environmental issues faced there. It involves a combination of modern technology, traditional knowledge and the emphasis on farming, especially in poorer countries. At the same time, it emphasises alternative approaches and improved farm management and information systems in order to minimise environmental damage from external inputs and benefit poor farmers and marginal areas bypassed by the original green revolution. Some examples include breeding of crop varieties that can withstand adverse conditions such as salt-tolerant rice or more drought-resistant soil harms and millets. Soil nutrient cycling, though 
crop rotation and biomass recycling, reliance on genetic pests and diseases of resistance to replace or reduce chemical and mechanical pest control, and integrated crop management strategies to control pests and diseases and maintain soil fertility. Hello and welcome back to part two about an overview of strategies to increase food supply. Biotechnology. Biotechnology is the application of science towards food supply. It involves the manipulation through genetic engineering of living organisms to produce useful commercial products such as pest resistant crops and new bacterial strains. This is useful as it produces plants and animals that have certain characteristics to help them cope and thrive in different environments. This is nothing new and we have selected the best grains to plant the next year or mated the best animal species to produce better crops and animals for many millennia. However, it is now a very scientific process. For example, a species of corn has been developed with a new bacterium added to it as a genetic modification. This has dropped pesticide use on corn crops by 90% as the bacterium in its and the bacteria in its genes help it ward off corn borers and other pests. Other useful modifications include producing insect repellent crops which reduces pesticide use, producing crops which resist disease, producing fruits which take longer to go off or perish, crops that increase the number of vitamins or proteins in them such as rice or potatoes. It is even thought that crops would be produced to carry certain medicines, drought-resistant crops that grow in poor conditions, meat has been grown in a laboratory which and this would reduce the need for large stocks for animals. Increasing food sustainability, increasing food supplies without damaging the environment is a challenge. Permaculture farming. Permaculture is farming in a sustainable and self-sufficient manner. Organic farming. Organic farming uses natural methods to grow food. This means using organic fertilizers and pesticides such as animal slurry and natural predators and no artificial fertilizers or pesticides. Yields from organic crops are initially low but they increase over time until they are in line with organic crops, inorganic crops. Organic farming is environmentally sustainable because it doesn't pollute the environment. Urban farming initiatives. Urban farming involves growing food using space in and around cities. Urbanization has led to a reduction in farmland and so urban farming helps to alleviate this problem. Urban farming plots can produce more food than equivalent areas of farmland. It also helps to reduce food mass, which is better for the environment. Sustainable fish and meat. Modern fishing techniques use large nets. This often wipes out whole fish populations and many fish are trapped by accident. These are called bycatches. Sustainable fishing involves catching fewer fish. Better net designs and a return to traditional fishing methods are examples of sustainable fishing. Meat production is resource heavy. 6.5 kilograms of grain and over 13,000 litres of water are needed to rear every kilogram of beef. Feeding grain to cattle reduces the time it takes them to grow, means there is less grain for people to eat. Sustainable meat production involves using rats as an animal feed. Seasonal food consumption. In the past, people ate fruit that was in season, for example cabbages during the winter and salad crops during the summer. Food is now available out of season thanks to heated greenhouses to produce it in the UK and cold storage to transport it to the UK. Seasonal food consumption reduces food mass and electricity use. Reduction of, reduction of food waste. Developed nations waste a lot of food. Buying only the food that is needed is more sustainable as there is more food left to feed and eat. Finally, welcome back to part 3 about an overview of strategies to increase food supply. Aeroponics and hydroponics. 
Most plants obtain nutrients, which means plant foods, from the soil. Modern techniques are used to deliver these direct to the plants. This speeds up plant growth, enabling seasonal produce to be grown throughout the year and reducing the use of chemicals. But something foods grown this way don't taste as good and the cost of heating and lighting can be high. Aeroponics. Plants are sprayed with fine water mist containing plant nutrients. Excess water can be collected and reused. In Vietnam, disease-resistant potatoes are produced. This enables small-scale farmers to increase yields and lower production costs. Hydroponics. Plants are grown in a gravel or mineral-rich water. Biotechnology. Biotechnology uses living organisms to make or modify products or processes. In farming, this increases the development of genetically modified crops. These produce higher yields, use fewer chemicals and reduce carbon dioxide emissions. In the UK, there is a widespread opposition to genetically modified crops because of the possible effects on the environment and human health. Despite these concerns, genetically modified crops are grown elsewhere in the world. For example, over half the world's soya beans are genetically modified. In the Philippines, genetically modified maize has given a 24% increase in the yield. Genetically modified oilseed rape is widely cultivated in Canada. A sustainable food supply ensures that fertile soil, water and environmental resources are available for future generations. In the long term, long term, this principle must be at heart of all strategies to increase food supply. Organic farming. Organic farming is growing crops and rearing livestock without the use of chemicals. Production and labour costs may be higher than in other forms of farming. However, many people choose to pay higher prices for organic produce. What is organic farming? Wildlife is encouraged as a natural pest control. Crop rotation is used to keep soil fertile and reduce pests and diseases. Clover is grown uh, to maintain nitrogen, an important nutrient, in the soil and crops grown in soil that has been chemical free for five years. Fish from sustainable sources. Almost 90% of the world's fisheries are fully or overexploited. Increasing demand for food and technological improvement has resulted in greater catches of fish. Commercial trawlers use closed mesh net, catch, which catch all fish large and small, discarding smaller ones. Nets can damage marine ecosystems and fish breeding grounds. These practices are unstable. Intensive fish farming. Salmon, trout and prawns using chemicals has boomed in recent years. Ecosystems can be harmed and diseases spread to wild fish populations. Sustainable fish involved setting catch limits, quotas and monitoring fish breeding and fishing practices. The European Union sets standards as part of its common fishery policy with limits on fish catches. In Norway, salmon farms are spread out along the coastline to reduce the possibility spread of disease. Public awareness has increased in recent years and sales of fish from sustainable sources have also increased. Thank you for listening to my jog pod today.